0: Hi, I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, healthy ish lifestyle architect, body joy seeker, and french fry activist. And you're listening to 100% healthy ish. Here's the thing as a naturopath and an intuitive eating health at every size health coach, I have seen every angle and end of the health conversation. And after years of clinical and coaching experience, I've developed a framework for feeling good and having fun that I know you're going to love. To be healthy-ish, we move beyond the boring basics and consider some-ish you have never thought of before when it comes to your health. Are you ready? It's going to be fun. Let's go. Okay, today's episode, I am eating my words. I am swallowing the things I have said I have been very anti-biohacking over the years I'm sure I've talked about it on this podcast in a negative way and I am now coming around to a new feeling and thought process when it comes to biohacking and so I just want to let you in on that today Um, And I also want to fill you in on some of the biohacking that I do, that I have done for a long time that I probably never really thought of as biohacking, but also some new things that I'm doing and some things that I'd love to try. And I am really interested to hear what you think of this. Um, How do you feel about it? Do you engage in it? How does it work for you or does it not work for you or you know just what how does it fit for you how does biohacking fit for you but I am calling this episode biohacking for babes because I do want to get out of this like I don't know there's like a bit of a bro culture that I still don't particularly love when it comes to biohacking Um, and I'm still trying to like put my finger on that exactly um but I just want to reinvent it. I want to think about it differently. I want to use it differently. And um, I think it can be super helpful when it comes to finding your healthy-ish. I think that we need to start at the very beginning when it comes to biohacking um, and define it so that we understand what it is. Biohacking your body, the definition of it, means changing your chemistry and your physiology through science and self-experimentation to increase energy and vitality. So I just, as I open this episode, episode, I want to be clear about the fact that in the past, I have been very openly vocal about hating on biohacking. And if I try to put my finger on it, because when I read this definition, you know, the reality, like, Changing your chemistry and your physiology through science and self-experimentation to increase energy and vitality. Like this is every time we change the food we eat and use supplements and acupuncture maybe or, you know, fascial work that I'm so into, all of the things that I really love kind of fall under this category. I, I developed a distaste for it because it was often talked about in really male-driven fitness and wellness spheres, where there was a lot of focus on like making your body incredibly thin. Um, one kind of definition of what healthy looks like, um, being really negative and derogatory about bodies, specifically bodies that probably look like female bodies. Um, this is just my, my, the feeling that I had about biohacking it often lost context like it was all about going deeper and deeper and deeper into the minutia of health and obsessing about the minutia and i feel like it lost the forest for the trees like the greater context which is why are we doing any of this what is the purpose what is it bringing to our lives and like what is it taking from us like there was also it also fell into that era if you remember back to my my episode on health eras of, to me, what felt like angst and effort, like constantly making your entire life about managing the minutia of your health in a really obsessive way that felt really lack and anxiety and fear driven and also really outcome driven. Like the outcome being a thinner, more ripped, high functioning body, you know, And so I have titled this episode biohacking for babes because I just want to reclaim it and I want to own the biohacking that I actively engage in and the biohacking that I actively recommend and play with. And the fact that when I'm putting together Healthiest Blueprints, I'm really open. I am really, really, really open to the idea and the possibility of using biohacks in a way that makes our life actually easier and simpler and saves us time. So when I think about biohacking in this context, I want to think about the fact that like, first and foremost, many women that I work with are struggling to work with food and movement in certain ways. Like there's resistance and reactivity there because of a history of dieting. And so there's a limit, not everyone, but many, there's a limit to what we can accomplish with like playing around with food and movement. And we have to keep that area oftentimes quite loose. And again, not always. And, um, you know, there's many examples of, of things that I've done with women. Where we've really altered what they're eating if they're in the right place for it, to help them feel better in their in their body. But for many women, we have to keep this a little bit loose because it's been tainted. It's been altered. And like doing too much just triggers these big feelings of resistance and reactivity. And so, you know, one of the things that I do is I look to these other areas that we focus on in healthy-ish. I look to space and place. I look to mind, energy, and soul. I look to sensuality and cycles. Like we look, we look to work on other spheres and areas of our health. Um, but if we can't hyper focus on food, I do find it helpful to sometimes engage in small biohacky things that help to increase our energy and vitality without having to get really fixated on food. So when I think of biohacking for babes, I think first and foremost, we are very clear on what brings joy and purpose into our lives. We are very clear on our values and our non-negotiables. And we engage in biohacking only if, A, it actually changes something for us and B, if it saves us time. I have found in working with people that many individuals need what I call like some keystone habits. And keystone habits, like a keystone, if you think about um, an arched doorway, the keystone would be the stone at the very top of the arch that holds the entire arch in place. It's like an old um, architectural term. So the keystone was this one stone at the center of an arch that kept all the other stones in place. And so if we're clear on our values and what brings joy and meaning and purpose into our lives, and if we are super clear on where we wanna go with our body and what we're willing to work on and what we're not, I think biohacking can serve as some of these keystone properties simple things that we can do that don't take a lot of time that don't require a ton of effort on our part that actually motivate us and inspire us that give us these little hits of like success in the day that that then create the momentum and the inspiration and the motivation to do all of the other things that are sometimes a little bit more work so I want to give you some examples of some biohacking that I'm doing that feel that operate like time-saving keystone habits in my life that like set me up to be more motivated and inspired to take care of myself. But before I do that, because I think that will really help us understand this a bit better. I just want to talk about what we need to be careful of here. So I think I already said, I want everyone to be careful of Going further and further and further down these rabbit holes, trying to biohack our body into some desired, made up outcome, you know, like trying to, to achieve perfection through biohacking, like we could biohack our body to perfection or to like immortality. It's just never going to happen. And so you know, the other thing with a lot of those bro biohacking things is many of them are very expensive. They require expensive technology. I think that's the other thing, which I didn't really identify before, that a lot of the biohacking techniques that are used in these bro spheres are very tech-based. And while I'm not opposed, there's actually one on my list. There's a tech biohacking thing that I'm really interested in playing with and exploring. Um, It's the thing that I find the least interesting and what I personally find the most interesting are in the spheres of like changing our chemistry through, you know, supplementation and movement and cold and, you know, things that can be done actually pretty much free of charge. Um, But yeah, so Kenzie Brenna is an influencer on Instagram and she posted something recently and it was like this super long list of like, I get up and I you know, juice celery. And then I take these three supplements and then I meditate for 10 minutes and then I cryotherapy and then I red light, put my red light mask on. And then I drink my, this coffee, my, my bulletproof coffee. And then, you know, it was a super long post of like 70,000 things that a person was doing in the run of a day in order to try to feel okay in their body. And so one of the things that I think we need to be careful of is like, when we are not clear on our, our joy and our motivation and our purpose. And when we are really deeply struggling in our body, we get into a little bit of like throwing spaghetti at the wall in order just to try and, and make yourself feel good. And this could, you know, I've totally engaged in things like randomly, spontaneously ordering supplements off the internet, a million of them in order to fix a deeper issue that I'm having with how I'm feeling in and about my body. So we just want to be careful about getting into that era of like angst and effort where all we do is effort for very little, for very little outcome. And that whatever outcomes, whatever positives are coming out of the effort we're making, it's like offset by the number of hours in a day it's taking to accomplish these things and how much money we have to spend on them and how much time and brain space, like it shouldn't be that hard. If your entire day is spent biohacking, I feel like we need to course correct. So that's the one thing before I get into some specifics. um, I just want to mention, we want to stay in the realm of putting in tiny bits of effort that really move the needle in our bodies and how we feel in our lives. That really have like great return on investment and then actually save us time and keep things simple. Okay, so here are five biohacky things that I currently do regularly that really serve to ground me in my self-care practices and change the way I feel in my body. So the first, I post about it on Instagram all the time. I love cold plunging. I don't do it every day. I don't have a plunge um, tub on my property. I really like to go down to the lake and do it outdoors in the winter in Lake Ontario. So I do it once, sometimes twice a week. And um, as I record this, I haven't done it in a few weeks just because of life and um, the lake was frozen for a while. And I feel the difference in my body. It's an activity that takes 10 minutes, once or twice a week and completely resets for me, my nervous system, my anxiety levels, it just inspires me. I feel really invincible and strong when I do it. And it just inspires me to take better care of myself through the entire week. Um, And again, I just want to reiterate as I'm sharing my five things, your five things could be totally different. These are just five things that I am currently playing with right now. And I'm going to share some things that I'm interested in. Yours could be, there are so many that we can play with if we do this work together, like so many things. The second thing is um, mushrooms, adaptogenic mushrooms in my coffee. It costs a little bit more, but I'm trying to drink organic coffee anyway. um, Because I drink it every day and there can be lots of stuff in coffee that's not so great for our hormones. And so I buy the Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee. And again, it's just this little tiny thing. I'm going to make coffee anyway. It's a ground coffee. It's just sitting by my machine. It's not really taking me any more time. It's a little bit more money. But again, if I'm buying organic coffee, it's really on par with the price. And it shifts the belief, like it shifts the way I feel about what I'm putting in my body. It's also lower in caffeine. So it physiologically is different but it feels, I feel less shaky. I feel like my blood sugar is more stable and it's a keystone property because I'm starting my day with something that feels like it's deeply nourishing for my body. Uh, Third thing, fascial releases. I do 10 to 15 minutes of fascial release every single day to help reset my system. Occasionally I forget about it. Occasionally I run out of time. But 15 minutes and once or twice a week, I'll do a little bit longer. It is biohacking for me because I feel like I am like literally releasing the stored stress and emotion from my tissue. I am changing my physiology through self-experimentation. I'm biohacking. But it keeps my tissues feeling supple and agile and movable. And for me, it's like, um, it's tending to my emotional well-being and my stress response system. So I do that every day. Um, fourth thing, supplementation. So supplements, like I said, are biohacking. We're using um, a substance, right, to change our chemistry and physiology, in order to improve energy and vitality. So there are so many supplements, but I'd say the biggest one, and maybe I need to do a full, a full podcast on this on its own, but minerals, taking minerals, trace minerals every day. Like many people in the population are deeply deficient in minerals because they're just lacking in our soil. Um, They're just not present in food the way that they used to be. And, when we don't have enough minerals, it makes it difficult to absorb vitamins. So trace minerals. And again, this is like trace minerals comes in a liquid. It's like 10 or 20 drops of this basically flavorless thing in a mouthful of water swallowed. And I feel like I'm literally shifting my body and my ability to digest and assimilate the good things that I'm getting from food And that I'm doing just something that's like so good for my body. So simple. It's relatively affordable. It lasts for quite a long time. If you buy the concentrates minerals, again, I'm not your naturopath. Check with your naturopath or medical doctor um, before you take something like this. But minerals, minerals I love. Okay, the fifth and probably most controversial thing that I'm going to talk about on here is microdosing psilocybin. So another mushroom different from adaptogenic mushrooms. The adapt I love mushrooms, they're so good for us. The research is incredible, um so amazing at resetting our chemistry. And when it comes to psilocybin, which comes from magic mushrooms, microdoses have been shown to like completely rewire our brains to open up so much more space for creativity, to reduce anxiety, to like reset our neural pathways and help us create new neural pathways and new ways of thinking. And I'm not taking them at this exact moment, but I, I, I use them on and off when I'm feeling flat, when I'm feeling overstressed, when I feel overwhelmed, when my sleep starts to be really off. I I microdose and it's a bit controversial because it's still so illegal to do this. I will say, though, that there are so many companies that, you know, really, really um, reputable, amazing companies that sell these mushrooms online. Um, and it tends to be kind of, you know, overlooked by uh, law enforcement because they just know that, like, these things are relatively innocuous and safe if we're using them in microdoses. So, that's another biohacky thing that I do, right? Like it really, when we were coming out of the pandemic, I was so flat, I was not enjoying life, I was not emotionally myself. And these little tiny doses of psilocybin, in my opinion, changed the game for me in a really incredible way. Okay, and then when I think about things that I'd love to try, things that I'm incredibly interested in trying There are um, two things that really come to mind. Saunas, I love saunas. And I would love to do more um, infrared sauna. I'd love to get that into my schedule a little bit more. Um, It also helps with regulating our body, but in a really different way than cold plunges do. And I'm also, I said that I was going to talk about one piece of tech. The one piece of tech that I am, A little bit interested in is the aura ring. So the aura ring looks at sleep and activity and readiness for activity. And I've had lots of sleep issues in the past. And it will tell you things like based on how well you slept the night before, what kind of movement would be good for you that day. And I find that really interesting because I love exercise, but I do have a little bit of a like, go, 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 go. And because I struggle with sleep at times, I am really interested in getting to know this information about my sleep and activity and what's recommended for me. Um, And I believe like some of the things that I worry about with something like an aura ring, like becoming obsessive over steps or calories or whatever else, I think that you can just customize all of that and like, turn things off and not track certain things. So I'm still looking into that, but it's very interesting to me. It really, really is. Um, So that's it. Biohacking for babes. I think we can use this. I think that we can use these small biohacking techniques that we could discover the biohacking techniques that are right for you that help like set the structure and tone for your day small tiny things that shift your chemistry and your energy and your vitality and that keep you really excited and inspired and motivated and having fun with your self-care like something that isn't so labor intensive right and we can stay out of the danger zone by by keeping context and perspective on what we're doing that we're trying to enjoy the ride we're trying to enjoy the process this isn't about creating some robotic, perfectionistic, imaginary body down the future. Like we're trying to enjoy the here and now and the process of caring for our bodies. And the other thing I'll throw in is that we can also use lab work to also help direct biohacking techniques and, and strategies so that you're only doing the things that genuinely move the needle for you, save you time, and keep you having fun when it comes to taking care of your body. Okay. That's it. That's it for me today. Stay tuned um, for the next episode. I'm going to talk about the new series that's coming up and some life updates. And, um, I just can't wait to connect with you then.